following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? This is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And it's time for a terrific Tuesday edition oh, of on. Mick Shots. Bill you Jones, moving on. Everson Walls, Mickey Spagnola. Uh, it was announced la- late last night. That there will be no Monday in this work week. <laughs> That's right. Just eliminated it. We, we, the NFL eliminated it. And it's a Saturday game against the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> so, yeah, we would love, love to have had a victory Monday. Yeah, we, we would have loved to. the NFL said there's no victory just Monday. Just no time. So we move right on to it's Tuesday. Just no and it's time. time to get ready for the Eagles, no, right? And, and by no, the way, that, no that, songs or anything. That, that Jimmy Johnson statement, that's an exclamation. <laughs> but if you want to make it a question – how about them Cowboys? Question mark. I would say Cowboys <laughs> suck. That's what I would say. How, Sorry, guys. Actually, you got it. No more about. It's how about. How about. Those, those yeah, Cowboys. really. It's an actual question. It's All a right. question, not an exclamation. <laughs> okay. And so uh, you don't want to go ahead and just move on to Philadelphia. There's things to discuss about what happened yesterday. I think. On uh, Sunday afternoon at at All the fans Stadium. sitting there on the side of their seats waiting for us to talk. About this, oh, they are. (laughs) (laughs) Where are they? (laughs) You know, usually, usually, though, Mickey, in the TV business, like the local TV sportscast business, the traditionally, if the Cowboys lose a game on a Sunday, the ratings go way down at 10 o'clock on Sunday night. Mm. People do not want to relive that. Well, I can vouch vouch for that because when I was working at the Dallas Times Herald and the office was in downtown Dallas, where back in the day they used to put newspapers in racks <laughs> and you had to put your 50 cents in there or whatever it cost back then. After a loss, all the papers were still there. Yeah. Well, here's the deal, though. Wow. Is that for real? So, yeah. And so wow, they won, is... the thing was empty. I never by the time that. I got there. So that's the case for the <laughs> night of a game or the day after a game in the newspaper business or the TV business. But the sports talk business, it thrives Isn't on that losses. Something? Isn't it's that something? raging. Uh huh. That's exactly right. So here we are in the sports I never talk watch, business. I never watch any of the. First takes, get ups. Sport. I don't. I don't watch any of that. I thought that was just me. Yeah. I don't want to hear any 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 type of. Uh, I'm the same way. Opinions yep. or anything yeah. about I that. I got my own opinions. And I don't want to. That's right. Yours. You don't know what yeah. the heck you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Do we know what the heck we're talking about, Mickey? Yes, we do. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is an educational show. All right. Perspective. So, so start educating. Perspective. This is a show of pers- per- putting things into perspective. So, so, so how about them cowboys, well, Mickey? Well, check, check this out. <laughs> and this is sort of what I began my column with for this morning, is nearly every team, nearly, that kind of a playoff-type team, because remember Mike McCarthy said this is going to be like a playoff weekend the games, almost every team struggled and were losing, Yeah, just like the Cowboys. That's true. But they came back and Except won. for the Packers. Mm-hmm. They came back and won Except in the end. The I said almost. Okay. <laughs> the Rams 
were trailing. The Bucks. Tampa Bay was trailing 24-10 to the Jets. The Bills. Right? The Bills were trailing. Cincinnati was mm-hmm. trailing. Philadelphia was trailing. And they all came back and figured out a way to win it. That's New it. England was another one that the Cowboys, kind of had well, an they, easy time. They, they, they were playing Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah right. come on. Jeez, 50-plus. So... So again, I said almost. What, what, <laughs> does he? Would you define yeah, almost? Yeah, because I would him? love to move this on, Spag. Right? So yes, because yeah, yeah. I, I got stuff to say. Yeah. So yeah, you get, get, do your thing, bro. You and, do your thing. And the Cowboys <laughs> get it over with. were trailing twenty-two-seven, and they could not. Can come you believe back that? At the end, twenty-two-seven to make the plays necessary to win the game, and they had a little help. And I left my white hat oh, behind. Oh man, how do you lose it? You can't leave. You can't keep leaving it behind because they <laughs> sucked as well. This game, come on, man. This is mix shots. This is not. We don't have almost to, mix shots. I could take the gloves off, right? Please do. Please and, do. Well, the players didn't hesitate. Right? Wow. And I'm did? not. I'm not blaming that, right? But it made a significant difference on all those third-down holding calls. Whenever he said, what happened with the running game? Well, okay, their big runs got called back because of holding. And I, I, I need somebody to define holding to me. What is holding? Can I, if I'm an offensive lineman, can I put my hands on their shoulders? If I don't rip the jersey off, I'm just blocking them. And then the one that... I think pissed me off the most was the NFL's got to come up with a year of 2022 to determine when there's a delay of game. Like when the shot cut expires. Yeah. Like in basketball, yeah. we know, right? Yeah. Buzzer goes there's a off. sound. Right? That's right. But in football, in this day and age where we put a guy on the moon or anybody, I think Joe, can yeah. go up into space. There, there you go. There you go. That's better. Uh, <laughs> we got to wait for the back judge to look at the clock, and then when it hits zero, then he looks down to the center to see if the ball's been snapped. And in that split second of time, they screwed up two calls, right? Two significant calls. In the first half, when Demarcus Lawrence got called for offsides, he was watching the clock. Yes. And he basically said, when it hit double zero, he took I off. took off. That's right. And they called him for offsides, not a delay of game. And then the big one on that last drive for uh, Arizona, mm-hmm. the clock had expired. I saw it go zero, zero. And then I looked down, and a second later, they snapped it. One second later. Yes. And it should have been a delay of game, stop the clock, right? You don't get that 11-yard gain, and the Cowboys don't have to use their timeout. Their and last then time you out. have that left for right. a the challenge fumble. that— yes. Exactly. Yes. So from a mechanical standpoint in the game, those things were really significant. I know everybody wanted to look at the holding calls and all that. So putting two, holding calls aside, those yes. two calls yes. were significant in the outcome of this game. How do they miss that? Especially the last one. When, when nobody moved, it wasn't offsides or anything. It was a delay of game, period. They didn't get the ball off. Having said all of that, and I know you're not finished, but my thing is this because I'm so anxious about this. 
Do they interview referees after the game? They can do a pool report if it's requested. And I'm sure it will be. having done it, it's a no-win situation. Because you go into the referee's little locker room, and they're all sitting there, right? (laughs) And they're all looking at you like you got leprosy. (laughs) (laughs) And they're daring you. There's only one of you, and there's... Yeah, and there's eight eight of them, them or however many, Uh right? Uh And they're daring you to ask a question. And what they do is, whatever your question is, like which call it is, the head referee is standing there with a microphone. Right? I mean, a recorder. Yeah. Uh, the NFL director of that game's official is standing there with a recorder. And they pull up the position referee that made the call. And he's there with a recorder. And you've got a recorder. Now you ask the question as they're, sh- they're shooting darts at you. Right? And I think I would I would revel in that. And basically <laughs> I truly do think I would revel in and that. And basically you ask your question, they give your answer, and you might get a follow up. If not, it's like okay it's like Tom, right? Mm-hmm. When he didn't want yeah, to Yeah, it's like a question. Belichick. It's okay. like a Belichick press conference, yeah. right? Okay, there's your answer. <laughs> So, but yeah, and, and no one requested it because I don't think anybody was paying attention. But throughout the week now, they're going to have to release something about that performance of that team, the performance of that NFL. Well, they don't, they don't release it, but they, they'll review it. Uh-huh. And then they give them points for postseason. And they make a or, statement. And they make a statement. Well, they never make a statement. They never make a statement. No, no. And that crew, as Mike McCarthy pointed out, was noted for making calls, and I looked it up, and they were fourth most, and in that game, their 17 penalties they called in the game got their total to 208. They were averaging nearly 14 penalties a game. So the question is, uh, do they have a propensity to call it against the home team all the freaking time? And the visiting team has no holding calls? I saw it broken down. It was more against the visiting team, than the, but not by much. So it was almost even. I know what happened this game. I don't know about what, what the past is, but this game, I thought that not ju- it's not just a number. It's the, the timeliness of it all. Right. And how it, it, it affects the game and how it affects our, our effectiveness. So have you, have you said your spiel, your initial spiel? Oh, I'm going to be uh, interrupting you guys throughout the entire show. Okay. So, yeah, you've just finished up. All right. But piggyback. on the topic of the last drive by Arizona, yes. which you're talking about there. The Cardinals did have a 15-yard run by Kyler Murray and an 11-yard pass to Zach Ertz on a second-and-seven play that got him a first down, a Chase Edmonds 11-yard run that got no, him a first No, no, that was the one that would have been eliminated, Okay, 11-yard run. Okay, so, all right, they run the same play, and they get an 11-yard run <laughs> after the penalty that gets them to a second-and— and, and where was the a, fumble? A second-and-four— and then the next play was the fumble play, right? And how much time was left? And there was 2.49 before. On that timeout after the 11-yard run, it was 2.49. So roughly in that area there. there were. So I would have had 2.49 left. With one you would have had a timeout and with a one timeout. to review it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. But because it was more than two minutes to go, it doesn't go upstairs and we need a clarification of when it goes upstairs and when it doesn't. Because they do it all the time, right? You, all of a sudden they go, oh, no, we're picking up that flag. Or, oh, no, this happened. They do that uh, outside of the two-minute yes. 
without a challenge. Right. Go ahead. But anyway, and yeah, then and then anyway. second and four, Kyler Murray goes for nine yards. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, the point is, my point is, stop him. Oh no, the defense did not play well enough, and not nearly well enough. Um, and my thing is this: and, yes, you're right. Yeah, we we have to do our job. It's no doubt about it. But when you're when you're a football player, and you're out there playing. All this stuff is going on. You're in fear of of bodily injury and things of that nature. The referees have no fear of bodily injury. The only fear is making a bad call. You see. So if you got the experience, see, see that my my problem with it is the 15 yarder by Murray, but from his own 25 to the 40, and then the pass, and and now they get into four down territory, and they're not kicking a field goal. Okay, you got to stop them at some point. And now they did with the fumble that, that that they didn't have a timeout to review it and so forth. I mean, if you're playing it out in in reality, mm-hmm. what, what happened? Uh, but at at some point, you got to stop them on that drive, and and the Cowboys didn't stop them, and they got down in, into the area where they could run out the clock. Yeah, I'm definitely disappointed in them not being able to stop them. But just like any game where you see comebacks happen, where you see greatness happen, where, you know, your your uh, 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 game plan is coming to fruition uh, even down to the last moment. You need everyone else to do their job. The offensive line, the quarterback, wide receivers, and the freaking referees. And it, they have to do their job, Bill. And, and my point also is go back to the third quarter and stop them to where you get more than six plays in the, in the quarter. Of course, well, they didn't do anything you had the fake punt, right? You got nailed on that. Well, well, no, the fake punt was early in the game. I'm talking about third quarter. I thought it was the third quarter where they had the ball for eight minutes. They had the ball at the start of the third quarter. They had it for five minutes and 21 seconds, and it's a touchdown pass to Wesley mm-hmm. that made it 19 to seven. Then the Cowboys had a three and out. And then uh, it was a 49-yard nine-play drive for a field goal, and now they're up 22-7. to seven. Well, where was the – oh, that, that was, was the first, second quarter. Yeah, second quarter. Where they, the drained, they drained right. the whole quarter. Right, exactly. So you get back into a third quarter so, where you, it's a 13-7 game at the half, and if you come out in the third quarter and you can stop them on either one of those uh, drives – now, you did have the three and out mixed in, so it's not all on the defense – but the third quarter is where they took command of the game. So the three and out occurred after one of the holding calls. Right. Hmm. And that was the Connor Williams holding call. And that was a 12-yard run by Dak. Right. First down. Right. All the holding calls happened on third right. down. Right, right. Look, no. that's very timely. We've <laughs> we've we've mentioned we've mentioned this before, and I know I have that the biggest deficiency of this defense is giving up big plays, and when they when the well goes dry on takeaways, then it's up to them to that's get right. off the field. That's right. And they they have go back and look at the losses. They have inability. The last time they didn't have any. Takeaways, the Raiders game. Mm-hmm. What happened? Got beat, right? Huge amount, huge amount of big plays and fourteen <laughs> yes. penalties, right? One hundred sixty-six yards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, they had six plays of nineteen yards or more, 
43 and 42. And if you remember last week, I pointed out that that was the Cowboys' problem. They gave up 55 pass plays of 20 yards or more. And the Cardinals' calling card was 56 pass plays of 20 yards or more. And they had like a dozen of 30 or more. Mm -hmm. So no takeaways. And then the big plays come back to bite you bad. Well, what I saw was just I was at both games. I was there yesterday. And it's the, the, the familiar tone to me offensively when we come out. I would rather we uh, uh, defer the toss. You know, I, I would rather we defer the ball. Well, they didn't have that choice. I mean, because, you know, when we come out offensively, we are so lackadaisical. Were you at the game, Bill? I was No, I was watching. You had – being there, it was so quiet as the offense was trying it's to – like the old Texas Stadium crowd. Well – that I, and let me say this. I agree with you on that, but I think this offense could come out and change that just like that. Just just show me some type of initiative. Show me. Remember I talked about trying to start the lawnmower? Do I have the right type of gas? You know, this is it. How they, long has it been in there? Yeah. Was it over, over, over the offseason, you know what I mean, during the winter? Should I drain it? I mean, Change well, air filter. Yeah. Yeah. We tried all that. Just go take it to the shop. That's what I do. I just take it to the shop and let them do the overhaul when we come on back. But it's the same familiar tone offensively. We seem to be going out there offensively, waiting on something to happen. Well, in this one, they were moving, right? They got the third and four at the Arizona 48. Moved from the 20 to the Arizona 48, and what happened? Offensive holding. Right. All right? And now, all of a sudden, third and four turns into three, third and 14. You got a call for that play? And as I continue... And I think we need to be, uh, and I get it, we have this game plan. Everything is so perfectly coordinated. We got to fit this in here, fit this in there. And when this happens, that happens, they're going to think we're going to do this. And no, we're setting them up mentally and we're going to do that. Sometimes just go deep. And I say that, it sounds elementary, but here's the thing. You've got defensive backs that have no fear, whether it's a cover two man, cover one man, or blitz. They have no fear of our wide receivers going deep. And if I had that, if I was playing against a team like that, I would squat on everything, and thus you have so many near interceptions from this offense because of the fact that they are not being threatened down the field. You're not running the ball well. You're not throwing the ball deep. And I'm surprised that we have the yards we have throwing the ball considering that fact. Let's be real. We get a lot of our yards because we fall behind and they finally loosen up a little bit on the defensive side. So I think we need to be more aggressive offensively. And this is nothing new. This is not any type of knee-jerk reaction. I have always said that we, are, we have DBs sitting down on our routes. And I'm telling you, it's dangerous and it's going to lead to a pick six. It's going to lead to more than one pick six. But I'm done. Okay. But so that was the first possession I talked about. The second possession they go from their 25 to first and 10 at the Arizona 26. It's third and four at the 20, and they call a false start on Biotish. All right? Do you remember the play? No, I don't. Yes. Dak Prescott was in shotgun. 
He was moving up to change the play. Biotis reset. He's got his hand on the ball, mm. and they called a false start. Mm. They weren't. They weren't even like close to snapping the you ball. You see that every yet. week. That's right? every every week. How do you every call game. that? They called it because a Cardinal player pointed he at him. He sure did. Yes. He, got, he yes. stood up and he exactly. pointed. And that's why. Okay, so now it's third and nine. They have an incompletion. And the kicker decides, ah, I can't make 12 in a row field goals. I can only make 11. And he misses from 43. It could have been 3-3. Three, three. How many points did they lose by? Three. Three. I'm, I'm, t- I'm, I'm already off the Greg the Leg bandwagon, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I've been off that thing. This guy missing too many field goals. <laughs> Extra points. Give me a break. And then at home. And the, then I think the wind, was it too much wind in the stadium? <laughs> and then the next cold day. No. Yeah, it was he, cold. The ball he, was heavy. You know what? <laughs> he, he was on the left hash yeah. and, and he hooks everything. Yeah. And then he adjusted and Well if, if you know that, then he should know that. <laughs> He adjusted, and then he nearly missed an extra point to the right at the end. Yeah, I saw that. By the way, I, I sat there and I went, oh, he missed it. <laughs> you know, because it was like, oh, he's, it'll be no big deal. And like, oh, shoot. Okay. What happened? Now, the third possession, they moved to third and one at the 40. They got an eight-yard run by Pollard holding mm-hmm. on Lael Collins. And Troy made it even worse. He said, well, yeah, there had to be a reason why that hole was so wide open on that side, right? And I'm going. Can't be good blocking. No, he just blocked the guy. (laughs) Can't be good blocking. So then you punt, and they drive for a touchdown. And it's like, God. And the next possession, another hold on first and 10 on Schultz. So either they got to figure out why they're getting called for holding, and now you know why they were basically so upset. And worst of all, Worst of all, the next time they get the ball, they score a touchdown, and they lose Michael Gallup for the rest of the oh, season. Oh, man. Was that crazy? What a play. What a play. There's the first half. And what was it at halftime? 13-7. 13-7 because they came back and scored. And kicked a 53-yard field, goal, field at the, goal in the half. Thanks to that five-yard offsides on on uh, DeMarcus Lawrence. Yeah. So... It's just weird. But they they're, they're, but again, you have to be good enough to overcome those things and offensively they work. All right, you have more mix shots? Oh, I got a bunch. Okay, yeah, when we come back on mix shots, there are more mix shots to come. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek. 
Get your seat in a seat. How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? Pretty great. But honestly, just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a team. So whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone, new and existing customers, our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Back, back, to mixed shots. And mixed shots continues. If you didn't get the memo, the Cowboys are playing on Saturday night this week against the Philadelphia Eagles, a game that was flexed late last night. That's a hell of a flex. Sunday. <laughs> that is, that's some Arnold Schwarzenegger. I had not even looked at flexing. the schedule and seen. That's a Ronnie I, I Coleman stretching. Sure. I knew there were going to be Saturday games, but I thought they had already been scheduled. And then late last night, uh, oh, Cowboys are playing Saturday night. Okay. Wow. Which so, probably sets the stage. Yes. for the Cowboys playing on Saturday night the next week. I think that's exactly what they had in mind. They knew that Philadelphia, the game was important to them for seeding, uh, and they got rid of the Cowboys' importance for seeding because although if they win, hmm. then well, and, L.A. or whoever is the, the winner in the NFC West, they better win. Otherwise, they'll get in a tie with the Cowboys for the second seed. Right? Right. Well, who do they have? Uh, The Rams play San Francisco, and San Francisco needs to win because uh, they're trying to hold off New Orleans. New Orleans plays Atlanta. So if New Orleans wins, then San Francisco has to win to make the playoffs. And the Rams have to win. Arizona's playing Seattle. If Arizona wins, the Rams have to beat San Francisco in order to uh, win the division and have that uh, That bye. Yeah, but not a bye, but the home field in the first round, uh, and the you know, the loser in in that scenario. Although Arizona, Arizona I think has the the tiebreaker uh, in the division right. That's what I mean. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, yeah. That's why the Rams have to have to play to win, right? To win the division, and uh, well, Arizona, if 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 the Rams win. Arizona has the fifth seed, right? And uh, coming back. There. And but if the Rams lose and Arizona wins, Arizona becomes. Uh, one of the top four seeds, and um, and the Rams would be the fifth seed. Uh, from the Cowboys' perspective, um, okay, this is why yesterday was. I mean, they had everything right there for right them. Right there in front of them. Uh, they lost to, to more than just the game. Yes. yes, they did. Yes, I don't, yes, I don't know if even the players on the team realized how much they lost. I think they do. Um, yeah. You know, when you when you look at the scenario. Because Tampa Bay came back and won, because the Rams came back and won against Baltimore yesterday, uh, now what what has to happen for the Cowboys to get back to that number two seed is they've got to beat Philadelphia, and Tampa Bay has to lose to Carolina. And the way Tampa Bay's playing, you never know, you know. And the, and and the, the Rams, Rams have would to have lose. to lose to San Francisco. Yep. Then they get right back up there but in the number two they, seed. If but they, if no, either no, 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 hold on. 
If the Rams lose to the 49ers and, Tampa, and Arizona wins, they're going to win that division. Arizona is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the Rams are out, and the Cowboys can't win a tiebreaker with Arizona because they got beat head to head. But if Tampa it's Bay, be a three that's way. what I'm saying. They got to be both of those right. have to it's happen. Got to be a three for way. the Cowboys to move up to the two seed. Right. They would have to have um, whichever the West winner would would have to lose. Okay, right. and Tampa Bay has to lose. And Tampa right. Bay. Yeah. Now, and here's the other part of that: is okay. Let's say. The Rams um, lose, and and Arizona wins. Okay, if Tampa Bay loses, it doesn't matter. The Cowboys cannot move up to the number two seed, right? Because they got okay. beat head to head. So if or if same way with or Tampa if Tampa Bay. Bay loses and the other the winner or the Rams win, right. whatever, the Cowboys still are not going to be able if. If the the higher seeded teams win in the wild card round, they will not be able to avoid either going on the road to Green Bay in the divisional playoff round or yeah, on the road to, to say time. Tampa Bay. Right. And just a weather note: when that game started yesterday in Green Bay, it was ten degrees. Yeah, but the wind was good. It wind, no, no, <laughs> no, no, not no much feel, wind. No yeah. feel like. <laughs> yeah, there's no chill. Just ten. I mean, you know, ten degrees. So it was. It was a devastating loss as far as yes. the uh, playoffs go. It really was, Bill. Uh, that's why I was so disappointed. And I know that they know this, especially those in the leadership positions on the team. They know where we were headed. This is something that was calculated out. I mean, I thought that the, the coaching staff was doing a good job of understanding where they were and how they could potentially finish. And I know they were optimistic about this before yesterday's game. That's what makes it so disappointing. So what do the Cowboys do as far as the way they approach this game against Philadelphia? It being the Kansas City plays Denver in the afternoon, but it's the first of the NFC games this weekend, so they don't have any idea what's happening with the other ones. How do they approach it as far as playing time for Dak and everybody? And I'll guarantee you that went into this decision, yes. too, because the NFL wants everybody playing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Right? And so maybe what they were counting on is, well, the Cowboys can't coast. They got to play, and if they win, then the other teams got to play. Because there's still stuff and Philadelphia's clinched a playoff spot. Yes, yes they, they have. have. Can you believe yes. that? So what what advantage do they have of winning that game? They, they can improve. They can move they can up fall. one spot. They could move up one spot, right? Because I think if they tie the Saints, the Saints the next. Well, San Francisco right now, San Francisco is ahead of them. But if San Francisco lost to the Rams, right, the Saints would have to beat. Atlanta to right. get in the playoffs, right. and uh, there is a scenario where Philadelphia, if they win this game, they can move up one spot. Right. So they would be. But rather, what if they lose? Do they move down one spot? There, I think they're already in the. They're already the in, sixth seed. The seventh, yeah, the seventh seed. They're the seventh seed. Seventh. Yes, yeah. they are the seventh seed. Okay, so they're trying to schedule things so everybody has to play. That's what's right. happening. Right. And, and I think the Cowboys. And so the Cowboys approach it like a normal play. game. I think they got to play. Yeah, they got to play. You have yeah. to. I think if the you last can improve, thing you wanted, if there's a chance you can improve, you have to play. That's yeah. just the way it is. You got to take care of that, right? Because right? how of. would you feel if you went out there and said, "Okay, we're pulling everybody," and you lose, and then the other two teams lose? Right. You could have been the second. Seed. There you go. You got to play. You can't, and you don't. You want to go into the playoffs on a two-game losing streak? Mm-mm. 
and figure it out for me. How many? Yeah, two. You lose two in a row after winning four in a row. Right now, I, I don't. You know, because you want a, a momentum. You want to be at a momentum when you go into and it. And well, you don't. I don't want, like. And I don't like offensively how we're looking as and, far as momentum right. is concerned. Right. And if you have to, who knows? You, you might have right. to play Philadelphia again. You want them coming in thinking, okay, we took care of them. Right. We can beat them after they got their butts whipped the first mm-hmm. time around. No, you got to win. Yeah, this if, is, this uh, is, if this you is win, it, if you win and things fall, I mean, there's not a great chance of it. But the right. Jets were leading Tampa Bay yesterday, yes. and, and San Francisco has to win uh, against the Rams to make the playoffs. So stranger things have happened. Things fall your way on Sunday. You could be playing Philadelphia. Who does Tampa again Bay next have? Week. Tampa Bay's playing Carolina. That's right. Okay, you said it. Yeah. It's a home game. Mm-hmm. Arizona's got a home game. Um, <clears throat> And the Rams, they're all they're all three are at home. The road is the Saints got to go to Atlanta, and we're on the road. And the Packers got to well, go really to Detroit. We just blew everything. <laughs> Come on, man! That's just so, we were like riding high last week. That was so much fun uh-huh. talking about the game and digs and all this going 56 on. Fifty six points. <laughs> and now my road to the Super Bowl in instead of hosting, say. Philadelphia in the first round and then hosting a second round game and then uh, on the well then a, a upset occurs and you're host of the NFC championship game nice. the road now became hosting the Cardinals or the Rams going on the road to Green Bay and then going on the road to Tampa Bay and you know that's what's going to happen mm-hmm. the Green Bay part oh yeah know. Green Bay's happening yeah no, no doubt about it. And or you're going on the road for the NFC Championship game to LA. And I gotta say, guys, I think they play better on the road. Well, see, that was weird. All last week, I kept hearing about this home field advantage, mm-hmm. how the Cowboys win at home, mm-hmm. and I'm going, they lost two, three games at home. How many was it? They lost to Denver lost to the and the Raiders. Yeah, here. Mm-hmm. So where, where's the, the worst home? losses were home. Yeah. Now, and okay, they scored a lot of points, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Let's throw the 56. The worst I, losses are home. Everson, I got a question for you as a former player. Uh, let's say you played for the Green Bay Packers. Okay. Okay. And uh, you had the opportunity to win home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Would you want to play in 10-degree weather in the playoffs, or would you rather just go ahead and play on the we'll, – I'll tell you what. We'll t- have the choice, and we'll go ahead and play at your place. How's that? I got to say, uh, if it was up to me – Yeah, up to you. Just to me. Just to yeah. you. If You're it was just up to me, soon. then I would love to play in warmer weather. Right. But in, I, indoors in Dallas. In, oh, yeah, no doubt about yeah, it. But that's fine. We'll come to your place and beat you there. I, yeah, and that has happened. Did People that have happen? come to our place and beaten us. Twenty twenty six. Yeah, I mean, it, it happens more than one. More I'm, than you I'm watching that the Rams game last came night. to Texas Stadium and kicked our butts. I'm watching that game last night. I'm wondering the Packers players' mind. Why would they want to play? I must say though, I felt at playing in New York, <laughs> playing with the Giants, I felt extremely comfortable, even though I was freezing my <laughs> testicles off. I, everyone around me and the environment itself was extremely favorable right. for the team. I hated it because I'm from Dallas, okay? Mm-hmm. This ain't my thing. But the entire atmosphere was still what you want for a playoff game. Putting personal yeah, discomforts aside. Yeah, but right? here's my point. How many times, like Green Bay, 
How many times do they play when it's below 30 degrees at home during a season? Twice, maybe? Not that much. Okay. And do you think— It's not until January. And, 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 <laughs> and everybody says, yeah, well, they live there. They're used to it. I go, but they practice indoors. Same thing with the Giants, right? Mm-hmm. You practiced yes, indoors, right? Oh, oh, no, no, no. Back no. then, no. Not back, back then, then, there was no, no such thing as. Because you no. didn't have an indoor facility. No, we just practiced. We actually practiced in the stadium. In the stadium. when it got cold. But then yeah. they built a, an yeah. outdoor bubble. Right, right. That's yeah. when the bubble thing. So came. yeah, who's used to? No one's used to it. No one's used to playing in two feet of snow. Well, Belichick <laughs> makes his uh, team. Remember, two years ago last year, they made them practice outdoors. It wasn't last year. Two years ago, they made them practice (laughs) outdoors. I remember the video. Snow all over the place. And they were going to be be playing outdoors, so Belichick made them practice Practice outdoors. That was two years ago. In the snow. How good is that practice? I don't know. (laughs) That that was not posted. (laughs) All right. We wrap up mix shots in just a moment. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like, where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day, where we are all defined by one single thing, the star, where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. Back, back, back. To Mick Shots. And final few minutes here of Mick Shots. Boy, Mick is riled up today, ever since even more riled That's up crazy. about what happened on uh, Sunday. And so you, all right, I'm going to wind both of you up. You got six minutes to keep talking. <laughs> go ahead, just uh-huh. go ahead and just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else sticks in your craw? I'm trying to look everything. So much. It's so much. Um, we went over the defense. All right, right. And, we, and by the way, let's give Kyler Kyler Murray credit. Mm-hmm. He played a hell of a game, right? He did. He hit mm-hmm. plays that you know normally are 50-50, and he was much more careful with the football. 
and he chose his spots when he went down the field, and he hit the throws. So, he seemed right at home in that yes, stadium. Yes, he did, didn't he? <laughs> Like eight, eight and O, yes, eight and O. <laughs> so much for that home field advantage. That's right, yes. <laughs> I, I just when I look at the team, I, I, I go back to the sense of urgency, and uh, I get it. We've got once again the game plan is put together in a meticulous fashion. I get that, but there are times you just have to play from your gut. There are times when you have to step away from the game plan, and just like we talked about at the uh, the touring thing with uh, with on, on the pregame Saturday. You know, like when Jimmy Johnson said, don't take the foot off the gas. Yeah. Right? We got to have that attitude sometimes, Spags. And I, it, I don't mean in a panic sort of way. I mean we have to force the issue. And I don't mean uh, an issue that's at a turtle's pace. I'm talking about an issue that's going to make you have to think quicker. It's going that that could cause the uh, defenders and the opposition to be off balance. You can't do that by being meticulous. You have to do that by being urgent. And I was at the game. I've been at the last two games. There is a lack of urgency in this game plan and in the way we play sometimes offensively. And it always seems to be while we're playing at home. And once again, I'm telling you, as a player, you have got to open that thing up. And I don't mean uh, from an ad-lib standpoint, meaning the quarterback got chased out of the pocket and he went deep to Gallup and all that. I mean we need to have more plays down the field and we need to trust our quarterback's arm. Because here's the thing. You can't the timing of, of throwing a deep pass, it doesn't just come to you. It has to be worked on in all types of situations. We have not tested Dak Prescott's deep throwing abilities nearly as much as we should have because it would be to our advantage. Number one, uh, potential pass interference calls. They mentioned that against the Raiders, that they should have done it, and I still think they could continue to do that. That observation was spot on by Dak, and they need to follow that up as the season goes on. Did you like Cedric Wilson throwing deep? <laughs> I did. Yeah. I did. So do that in the first series, and you, right? And you saw how they set that up. Yes. Yep. With the same same series, mm -hmm. they tossed it out to him on a traditional wide receiver. And, and once again, our quarterback can do the same thing. We don't have to be trick. We have tricks to go deep. We can just go deep. We talk about C.D. Lamb. We talk about Coop. We talk about well, now not Gallup, but Cedric can go deep as well. We've seen it. Let's continue to do how, that. How much has the inability to establish a vertical passing game been affected by the inability to run the football? Directly. 12 carries for 25 Directly. yards in the second half of that game. The running backs had two carries for zero yards. They did it. If you, can't, if you can't do it by running, then let's open up the passing plays. Let's open up the passing game if you can't do it by running. If the safeties are down tight because we can't run the ball, then we need to at least give them the thought of, of being, having to cover that deep route. Well, you know what they've done to go deep, don't you? They line up in two tight end formation to be able to block it because the amount of pressure they were bringing, the Cowboys, A, weren't picking up the extra guy, or B, they, they, they were overwhelmed with too many. And the one play that ended up getting them, and it Isaiah was significant, Simmons. Isaiah Simmons came in, and was it Pollard? It was, uh, Zeke, it was Zeke. Zeke picked Zeke him came up, across and hit, did a yeah. nice job, busted the guy off, 
But then he circled back around, and when Dak went to run, he came back, doubled back, punched and it out. punched it out. Uh, and look, th- what they did is similar to what Denver did, similar, you know, and that's what they're going to keep seeing. Yeah. The same thing with the Saints. They, they're going to they're going to put guys on a line of scrimmage. They're going to come after you. You either got to hit the hot receiver, and there's got to be one over the middle. Uh, and you know they were some using Schultz, right, uh, and doing a nice job. But again, some of the blocking in in the in the running game, the tight ends aren't doing a good job. They tried to they they set up the was that the first series when they tried to throw the little screen with uh, with McGovern out there with the tight end and the wide receiver. Sprinkle just let Buddha Baker come running right by. He he looked and he didn't do anything. Then he picked up somebody else. It's like no, you should have picked up the first guy, mm-hmm. right? And and at times Schultz gets thrown to the side in blocking. They they need to use he somebody. Nev- two over years there. ago, he never let those things happen. I don't it's know why It's amazing it how he's he's gone. He's he's Jarwin now. You know, he's the guy that's nifty down the field catching the passes, but he's not the guy that's making those key blocks. I mean, there are times when we need him to hold that guy off because it's essential to the succession of the play. And I, and I, they must not like what McEwen's been doing because he had been out there when he got back. And in this game, the two the two tight ends were Sprinkle and and He, uh, he might Schultz. be on his way back. <laughs> After that, yeah, after after that performance, that. But that, he could be back so, in again. So, you know, you, you, you say I got two tight ends in here because we're going to block and go heavy, but I don't know how well they block. You only need two guys going deep. If you give me two wide receivers going deep, that's all I need. I need to try this arm out. I need us to be more adept at going deep. You can't just all of a sudden say, all right, guys, the playoffs is here. We're going to open it up. We have to have a dress rehearsal. I have not seen that yet. And and, and the other teams, I, I see their safeties make plays. The Cowboys' safety curse brought almost should have had the interception and a touchdown. <sighs> right? That was three points, yeah. by the way. Yeah. But the the time um, Diggs got beat, where's the safety? There, KZ was like ten yards away from the play. The quarter's going to get beat. I'm sorry. And, you know, they say, oh, he, he gambles too much. Well, he didn't gamble. The guy stuttered, and he stopped, and then he took off, and he didn't take off fast enough. And okay. Hey, look, if you want to get interceptions, then you got to try to make some plays. Right. Okay, and that, that's going to happen. But yeah. I need a safety back there to help me out. You know, Donovan Wilson made a great play in the, uh, the open field tackle uh, on the on that. Uh, I can't remember. I saw that it was a run player. Yes, that dumped it over the middle. Yes, I was like, oh, he got no shot here, and he nailed the guy. But other than that, the safeties don't make plays other than K, uh, K, uh, J. Ron, but he's close to the line of scrimmage. But in coverage, sometimes the corner needs help, and they don't get it. And when they don't get takeaways. There's your 25 points. Hmm. Somebody said, well, they only held they held them with 25 points. You should win. It's like, well, no. Mm. If you hold them to 17, you should win, right? If you hold them to 20, you should win. If you hold them to 19, you should win. Well, they say that, Spags, because they think that our offense is a special offense, and we just haven't shown that. Well, not, not, not in the not last four games. Enough. That's yes. correct. Well, three out of four games. Yeah, mm-hmm. right, exactly. 
All right. Well, that does it for a Monday slash Tuesday edition. Good thing we're uh, consistent. I know, uh, man. So didn't hear much from Bill today, did we? No, team no. is back at it. <laughs> team is back at it tomorrow, right? It's Wednesday for the team. I would imagine they okay. can't go it's too time. light this week. Yeah. yeah. So do they get Friday, do they, do they get the practice in pads? They might need. To. Are they done? Are they have they used up their pad days? I thought they had I one. I think left. they have one left. I think they got one left. Yeah. Okay. This might be the week you need to get guys going. Yeah, lying. We'll see if we get an extra one. Uh, for but the it's playoffs. a short week, so you know. For... See, all kind of excuses not to be aggressive. <laughs> That's us. <laughs> We're so delicate. All right. <laughs> well, you know, Mickey and Everson won't be delicate tomorrow mm-hmm. when we convene again for another edition of Mix Shots. I still say, go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!